Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I am your host, and I'm back with my friend Anthony. So, Anthony, what's been going on in life? Uh, a lot of things have been going on. Um, so, my parents don't let me go visit them anymore. And why is that? Just because I started doing my nails, like acrylic nails, and they don't want my younger siblings to see it. So, they told me as long as I have them, I can enter their house. Let's see them. You sure about that, or it's just that they're just pretty bad? <laughs> no, I will tell my nail texture fights you. <laughs> I can see why. I don't think I want that in. You know what I'm saying? I thought we might cancel this podcast. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but that's actually pretty fucked up. So, what do you think that is? I think it's more the sense of, like, I'm not the child they thought I was going to be. Like, they wanted, like, church boy, football player, soccer player, anything. like a strong person, basically, like a strong alpha male, if, that, if anything? Yeah, because my dad, like, you're, I don't think you've ever met him, but, like, he was, not. like... Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, an OG gangster, and then, like, my mom was, like, the chola, and then, look at what happened. <laughs> this is what they created. Basically, and I think it's just, like, I think they have like my two younger siblings and that's kind of like a reset for them i know a lot of people told me not to think of it like that i think of it like that because it's like all right your other two kids weren't weren't what you actually wanted so now you have another chance to actually kind of like form what you want no that makes sense but that's also terrible yeah. the thing is it's like uh it affects the child so how the how like throughout life how did that affect you Honestly, I just came to the conclusion like a couple of days ago with one of my friends. It was funny. We were watching Narcos and like one scene just started a whole conversation. And I told them I was like, I was in denial for so long about my parents like love and affection for me that I just kept telling myself like, oh, like they love me. They love me. Like they still help me out. But in reality, in reality, when you look at the grand scheme of things, they really didn't like they weren't bad but they just didn't give me the affection i needed mm, that makes sense well when i say that makes sense that sounds wrong but <laughs> <laughs> like the like someone had told me today they're like how did you grow up long story short i got anything i wanted they just weren't there my dad was always in jail my mom was always working and then when they were there, they were just fighting. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, again, a couple of days ago, I just realized this, like, he had asked me, he's like, oh, like, why don't you know how to, like, share your feelings? I was like, that's actually a good question. We've all been trying to figure out. And then it was just, I remember my dad always hitting me when I would give my opinion. And he's like, I told you to shut up. And if I didn't shut up, he would hit me again in the mouth. So that happened for a lot of years and then it just got to the point where i don't know how to actually talk about my feelings well i think that's also the case for like most guys in general because we really just really just don't talk about feelings all that much usually it's just for like at least for the guys like to toughen up and uh get out there kind of a thing like you know yeah and that's one of the things is just like hide your feelings. You don't need them, which for the most part 
as you can see, it affected a lot of people. And especially like during our generation and stuff, like through that shift and change where now everybody's saying, oh, you're okay to share your emotions. Oh, it's okay <laughs> to actually show these emotions and stuff. And you're like, it's okay, embrace it, use them. And then like when we start crying and stuff like that, for some reason now people find it a weakness. Or it was always a weakness, supposedly. Yeah. But like now people are starting to appreciate more except for the parents. Yeah. I always get told by like my parents like oh like you've never gone through anything or they don't really acknowledge what they put me through because they go back to what their parents put them through yeah and i'm like okay but wouldn't you want to do better for your kids and i'm just like me and my mom have that argument so many times where she's like you've never done like you see like you never gone through anything in your life i'm like you you literally have put me through so much. What are you talking about? She, they don't see themselves. The mental. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like from, I see it from their perspective. Okay, yes, they went through more like physical labor and everything. And I hear the stories and everything. Yeah, yes, it was like labor and mental. Mine just more mental. A lot of mental. So what if they put you through labor? Labor-wise, I honestly wasn't that bad. Like, I honestly <laughs> was like... It really wasn't that bad. I'm not going to lie to you. But more mental-wise, it was really bad. Okay. So, like, mentally, obviously, it scars people. Like, yeah. It, it's with them to the bitter end, basically, until, like, they find some kind of healing factor. So, what's your way of coping? Right now, I just, like, I had talked to one of my friends about this last week. I didn't realize this until he told me. He's like, you're so used to getting treated poorly in your past that now in your present that you have people that care about you, that acknowledge you, and that want to help you. You don't really know what to do, and you're, like, weirded out by this, and you want to push everything away. I was like, oh, no, a thousand percent. So I've been taking more time off social media. I just post if I want to post. I don't really look at anyone else's story because then I'm going to start comparing and I don't want to do that. I've been going to the gym. I've been cooking a lot more. That's more like my time, like me time. And I just listen to music or I listen to a podcast. And then my roommate actually told me, she's like, you actually like listen to a lot of intellectual stuff. And I was like, wow, like, I don't know. Like, and I don't take nice comments really well. And I'm just like, used to being called stupid so when she told me that i was like hey are you sure that's the right comment you want to say towards me <laughs> okay 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 that actually brings up a good point so in most cases at least from my point of view when i'm insulting somebody it's a form of, of half a joke but also like a lot of sass yeah. so it, it comes off like i'm giving you a compliment in that case which some people take or i guess most people take very well very well but there's always that one person that's always just like, you think I'm stupid? And then in my head, I want to say, yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, everyone's different. Like, I'm not going to, like, yeah, there's some people that will take it really offensive. I've never really took an offensive from, like, the people I know. Because, like, that's I know, good. like, with you, like, if you, if I thought you meant it, would I be here right now? Well, the pen. No, I'm just meant to <laughs> And it's just like, <laughs> the like same... how far did I go? <laughs> no, just like Where I didn't. Think I go. You just have to know, like your you friends. You need to know people. Yeah, you need to know people. Also, like they just need to know your like boundaries and everything. Exactly. And I think most people don't really learn that, and I think like right now I was telling my friend like 
with relationships and friendships, everyone just like wants to go like hot and heavy and it like straight to the point. And if it doesn't give you some satisfaction, a lot of people just leave. (laughs) No, no, no. But I'm saying like a lot of people are like that. Like they want to go into like something new and exciting. And if it's dull and boring and like people want to talk and get to know each other, like most people don't want to do that. They just want to be there for a good time. And that's the thing. Another, okay. So another thing is that, like I said, it's mostly mental health within like, like most men in a sense, right? Yeah. So, like I said earlier, we're not really allowed to show feelings, mm-hmm. but now I feel like not only society is embracing that a little bit more, however, it's still stuck in our heads from the past kind of a thing. Like, it's still affecting a lot of people. Oh, yeah, no. Like, when I was talking to my friend about it in the car, I remember I do this, I started doing this one thing, and I don't know where this came from, but every time I'm about to start crying, I'm like, Mm, I'm like no. I'm like oh. I was like I was just like oh. And he's like, why do you do that? I'm just like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're getting angry because you like you're sad. And I'm just like, yeah, because like I don't want to feel that. Like that's so. Ew. How does how does society treat you from that point? All right, I was actually going to bring that up earlier when you had brought that up. Like now it's like more acceptable. I actually got made fun of that when my oh. sister passed away. Like everyone kind of like left me alone because I was like. This was actually not even that long ago. This was, what, 2014, 2015? I remember I lost a lot of people. A lot of people in my family kind of looked at me like, oh, like, the weird one, the strange one, just because I was so depressed. I had a fake being happy for so long. And so I don't know at what point in time it started being more acceptable. I was pissed. Oh, I yeah. was just like... Like, why do, why do you have to fake your own happiness? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there were some, like, later on, like, when I got into, like, my second year of college and, like, people were, like, being vulnerable and, like, they were, it was more acceptable, like, to cry and everything. This was, like, what, 2018, 2019? I was just like, okay, wait, why is it okay now? But it wasn't okay, like, literally, like, a couple years ago. It's, it's terrible, honestly. Like, I understand, well, I understand the perspective of, men have to be tough men have to be like the ones to carry things on but it's never a good thing to actually do to implement you know because that's putting them under one a lot of pressure two a lot of stress and three a lot to just live up to like as a like an endless uncontrollable thing yeah and like being put on that like already expectation you can't really have anything to do except try to fulfill it because that's your mentality now yeah, like what, I was like 15, going 16, and I remember the only thing I remember from the moment my sister was like passing away to like her death, to like after her death, everyone just kept telling me like, you're so strong, like you need to be there for your mom, your dad, your younger siblings, and your brother, and I'm just like, okay, like this is my job, this is what I need to do, and everyone's like, oh, like it's so good that you don't cry a little bit, everyone knows, crying like at four in the morning, three in the morning. And then I would, like, if people would be like, are you okay? I'm like, no, like, I'm good. Like, I would just try to be like, oh, like, my mom's not good. My brother's not good. And I would just, it was like a script that I had learned. And then it wasn't until, like, years later where I'm like, wait, I'm actually not good from this. Right. Actually, why was I keeping it together for everyone when no one was trying to help me? Who was helping me? And now that I'm trying to, like, process sorry that was just the heater going on (laughs) (laughs) now that i'm just trying to process all of it now and not being in denial i'm kind of like i want to be in denial because it felt safer but i'm just like 
no like i want to figure this out in a healthy way and like process this healthy instead of just lying to myself so what what would you what steps are you taking to actually do it healthy though like what what would you recommend to people honestly what i started doing i recently got like one of my new friends and like we kind of just started talking about like stuff randomly that is like very traumatizing and it's weird because like the thing about my dad like hitting me in the face like i didn't that like that was a locked away <laughs> that was, it was just like ticked. it was just like a locked away memory that i did not want to think about and like when i was slowly talking about it, it just came full circle and i just like froze and i like was like taking a deep breath and it's just more like you kind of have to accept that your life wasn't that good as you thought it was. Yeah. And, like, you kind of have to stop being in denial. And, like, whoever it is that's, like, mentally abusing you, you just kind of have to realize, like, hey, this person does not love you. And there's a reason why so many people have told you, like, this is not how you should get treated. And, like, I fought that for years with my parents, with one of the guys that I was friends with since, like, sixth grade and then everything went bad Every i remember i was telling my friend that i was like for five years i remember i would defend him and i'd defend him to everyone and everyone would give me a good reason why he shouldn't be in my life but i gave everyone like no like he just doesn't know like this and this and that like maybe like he didn't realize this or like no like looking back at it i don't know how to talk about him like i before i would talk about him so much as a good person and over the years, it kept going, like, worse and worse. And I kept seeing people's expressions. And they're like, that's not a healthy relationship. It, was, it doesn't sound like it was. No, and, like, now I don't even want to talk about it because I just look back at it. And I think I'm so stupid for being in there for so long. And then, like, even till this day, I'm just kind of like, wow, why did I think he loved me? <laughs> well, like, friends have a lot of... I don't want to say expectations, but like they do have a lot to do with your mental health in general. So yeah. if you do have a toxic friend, it's not really going to help you out. And you got to really, really identify them. You got to puzzle the pieces in together and know that you have to end the relationship. And it might be difficult to end the actual relationship because you don't know how. It could be tied. It could be like an unbound thing. Yeah. Like they're just going to stalk you. They're just going to like, like, they're going to keep bugging you until yeah. you actually, like, see what's wrong with them. See what's up. But That's like, one of the things. So, like, talking was... to someone about it, someone that you trust, because it was hard for me to be vulnerable with this person. I didn't even realize it until, like, midway when we were talking about everything. I was like, oh, I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just had someone drop me this year that knew me for five to four years. I'm, no, no, no. This is this is a lot better, actually. But I'm like, <laughs> I kind of wanted to like stop talking, but I was like, no, like, I can't let that bad experience stop me from opening up to someone that I actually feel comfortable with, and like I feel safe with him, and like I know he's a generally good friend of mine, so I can trust him. There's some things that I haven't even told other people that I'm probably closer with, and like I just only hung out with him a couple times. That's one thing. Find someone that you feel comfortable with. The other thing I would be like, stop being on your phone so much. I feel like that's just the general thing for the entire world to do. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's the thing. Everyone says, like, oh, like, everyone's on their phone. Okay, everyone's on their phone, but everyone's also well, goddamn depressed. <laughs> it's not just that, but 
it really depends on why you're on your phone. Like, if you ask the question, why are you on your phone? Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to say like, oh, because I'm just messaging people. Okay. From that point on, you've got to say like, what what people, who are you messaging? You know, well, yeah. you can't really just go on and just badger somebody with all these questions. But it does make you question it. It's just like, yeah. who is this person thinking? Are they okay? Are they in a bad situation? I've had multiple, multiple friends with bad situations, multiple like horrible mental problems, mental mental basically breakdowns yeah a lot of mental breakdowns that are from my experience and like i've known multiple friends that have had problems with what was it their family they only had a single parent that they've only had uh step parents it's it's really tough when the i want to say the parental figure the guardian kind of shapes your life and your future and you don't really like that really affects you in the long term and not many people think of that situation they just think of the person behind just looking at the phone yeah they're just like well who are they texting or why are they texting kind of a thing like it's it's it, it matters because you don't know why they're texting so much now yeah. i love that's just everybody some people just on their phones just to keep texting people yeah but i'm just talking about the actual people who are depressed who are like sucked into one person like is this one person going to save their life is this one person who they're actually talking to mean something for them yeah so like it being i want to say on your phone for a reason is different than actually like as a distraction yeah basically because your phone can only like for me like i remember when i started hanging out with you i was just on my phone constantly and then like i I didn't notice (laughs) (laughs) i was just on my phone constantly and then, like, I realized like, you were on, is it on or off. No, I was on my phone. Oh, okay. I'm I, never on my phone when I'm with someone. No, that's what I'd say. <laughs> I was on my phone, and then you were never on your phone. No, and I'm then I slowly put my phone away because I'm like, oh, I'm being rude. And then I got. Is that what my... you thought? Because I almost I didn't notice that to be honest. <laughs> no, but I think it's rude. But now. It, it, it probably is. No, I'm gonna lie. Like I, I like tell everyone. I was like, if I. If we're going to be on our phones together, we did not need to drive out to LA to do this. No. We can just be at some... We can FaceTime each other just for each other's company if that's what you want to do. But like, Or if you can't be there, that's actually a good suggestion. If you can't really be there for a friend at that moment, a good FaceTime would like help out. Yeah, a good FaceTime. like Or like, I don't know, what do you have? Like Google Hangout or whatever the Android whatever people Whatever you can, have. even if you just call somebody. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like If I'm going out with you, it's because I generally want your company. Out, want you. yeah. And I want to talk to you about the stuff that's going on. But if you're going to be on your phone texting your boyfriend, texting your girlfriend, texting God knows you, who, <laughs> why, why, why do we plan this? And like for me, what I started doing now, I got back into the habit of like, do not disturb. I don't care who it is. I look at the phone. I'm like, if it's urgent, most of the time it's not urgent. Like I'm not running a business. <laughs> and, I'm just, there. and I just told someone that today too. I was like, I'd always be the one to respond really quickly. Always be the one to like do it. Then I just see people never respond to me three days later, an hour later. And I'm like, All right, why do I want to focus on myself? So I'm just going to do that. That much is true. And you always got to ask them to not in a bad way too. You got to find finding the wording is the most important thing when it comes to talking to somebody, especially if they have some mental, like, I don't know, not disorder. What was that word? Some just mental problems, like just in a bad mental state. I don't even know if that's the right word. I don't think that is. Mental state. Yeah. Mental state, I want to say, 
you have to see like if they haven't responded in three days or four days it really depends on what they're doing and what they're actually like because i'm gonna be honest if i don't respond within a day or two i probably just forgot yeah like that's just me but like i know you're mentally stable or i like to think you are <laughs> unless you're not that's a different story and i don't know that <laughs> but that's another thing so like, all right so we got like talking to someone that you feel comfortable with and being vulnerable stop being on your phone i'd say find a hobby that's I, actually a good one i started writing a lot more about my pain and then i put it into a journal i'd like decorate the journal and then, like, I'd listen to one specific song that I'm feeling about either a heartbreak about my parents or someone. Okay, so also, I've also read that music is slightly dangerous. Not in a bad way. Mm. Well, I guess it's dangerous in a bad way. But <laughs> it, it, you listen to music based on what you're feeling. And what you're feeling is literally what you're putting on. And mm. if that lyrics give you something that you shouldn't do. No, see, I started listening to classical music. I That's started good. listening to like piano or like violin or something, something that doesn't have lyrics because I know what you mean. No, oh, yeah, but for a lot of you, for a lot of people, music is actually a good way to cope, which I fully support. But just be careful on the music you're actually playing. Like the lyric, yeah. There was yeah. one lyric. There was one song, which really intense. And then I remember, it was just about you know like right through, and I was just like I <laughs> would listen. That's what I mean. <laughs> I would listen to it, and I'd be like, yeah, like what, like what am I doing here, like. And then I stopped listening to it because it, it has a nice message. Like, if you saw the video, I get it. it. Like, it's supposed to, like, bring awareness to that. But if you're not in a good state of mind, I don't, don't think, think you, you should, should listen to music like that. Because then it just, like, persuading you more. Like, you're already, you're already down. Like, you already think no one cares about you. And you think the worst of yourself. That's what I'm saying. You got to really, really, really watch what, or I guess, really listen for what you're actually listening for yeah or like even what you watch like i remember when 13 reasons why came out a lot of people came <laughs> out with a lot of depression and a lot of like it, like issues when it came, when that show came out no and i love that show and i remember i got so i got into so many arguments about that show with people because everyone's like oh my god what hannah baker went through was like nothing like compared she, to what i did and yes or I, like they I, were I, just I, saying like that doesn't happen in real school i'm like actually like actually a lot of the things she went through besides like the ending like what bryce did to her a lot of the things which she went through i went through and i was just like i actually lived that in high school and i actually wanted to do the same thing like i think in a way like you related to this character like yeah but there was there was just so many people that were like oh my gosh she's just weak oh my oh i'm so sorry like i 15. See, that's another thing. It's like a lot of people are saying like this is weak, but not everybody has a strong mind, and a lot of people have to realize that not everyone does have hey, a strong mind. I'ma just no, no, no. I'ma just say I don't think half of the people I argue with had a strong mind. Maybe like one or two of them. I just like to think back then people didn't like showing sadness or like being hurt, and yeah, like a lot of people just true, think actually. just because you don't show it or just because you act tough does not make you tough. I've always told people. I cry. I cry a lot. Like, I swear to God. No, okay. So, what I've learned, like, especially throughout, like, observing people. So, mm -hmm. like, I just do that a lot. I just observe people. It's not as much of, you can talk all you want, yes. Mm -hmm. But no matter what, it is always your actions that will define you. And if you show off, and that's the worst part about this thing, is that when people do show off, they are seen as impressive. Even when, especially when they're showing off to look like they're not showing off. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just say like you're a random, just like a football player 
and you're just in there for the credit, the mayhem, and you're like all that tough, or like the <laughs> like the hottest cheerleader, yeah. and you're like doing the amazing flips just to show off, you yeah. get the attention. Yeah. And even if you don't want it, that's what you're actually portraying and that's what you're showing. So you actually got to be very careful on what exactly you want to show. Yeah. Even if you're not like the smartest person, you're they're going to know instantly. Yeah. But a lot of people are attracted to the act to the actions that people take. Yeah, like I was like you know how we said like oh it's okay to like express your emotions now and everything. I was like, so why is everyone going viral for being sad? I wanna go viral for being sad. I've been sad since twenty twelve. I was like, I've been the sad like everyone's going viral for posting a sad video. Like maybe I should do it. I actually wanted to do it, but I was like, what if I post myself crying and it gets like one like <laughs> no, yeah, but okay, okay. Here, here's here's the thing here's the thing the way i see it is that you should never post yourself on the internet for just craving attention no no that's why i haven't done it because i'm like no like i don't i don't feel like that's me like i don't feel like i don't know like it just feels cringy to me i know for other people like they've helped other people or like they get support like that i much rather deal with that stuff privately and with the people yeah. i trust like, I remember, goes back to, like, when my sister passed away. I just didn't like that everyone was posting about her and, like, R.I.P. and, like, everything. And I remember I was, like, reporting everyone's posts. And then I had one cousin tell me. She's like, oh, I'm not the only one doing it. Like, someone else is doing it. Like, your cousin from Mexico. And she kind of meant They always it. put the blame on somebody else. That's yeah. not wrong. They're supposed to respect your decision. No, but the thing is, she was mad that I reported it. And I was like, that's that, my that sister. That doesn't make any sense. I was like, <laughs> take it down. And I was like, why are you being such a, like... You know, that's out of a straight up respect. You sh they should have taken it down through respect, not not and, through just. And I was like, I don't like I'm already getting so much sympathy for people I don't even know that don't even know me. I don't want other people to be like, oh, yeah, she's so cute. You, you didn't know her. I don't want that. Like mo some people, I never understood that why people post about like that. I did it once. And like my small group of people that follow me for like my close friends on Instagram, had a couple of people tell me like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. And this and that, but like, at least it, I know it's genuine. I don't need like my other, like what, 200 followers or like whatever to tell me like, oh my God, like she looks so cute. You didn't know her. I don't want to hear anything from someone that didn't know yeah, her. So you got to be careful on what you post and especially in like your response to people's like things. If anything, the best thing you could say is probably just say, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. And that's like it. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't get to know her. I sh like, but sorry, that's it. Like, you didn't know this person. So, like, you couldn't really be commenting too much on anything else. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say, one of my friends had told me to work on this. Because I would always be like, oh, every guy does this to me. Oh, this happens every time. I forgot what was the right word he used. But he told me, like, watch how you word things. Definitely. He's like, don't say <laughs> Even every... I have to watch out for that. Yeah, like, he's like, don't say everyone Everything. does this every time this happens so i started switching i was like in my dating life where like people are like why don't you date i was like i would always be like every guy and i'm like wait gotta stop myself i'm like most guys just look at me like right. another pretty face there's some guys that don't but then when I those agree. guys come around <laughs> <laughs> but then when those guys come around like i don't want to give them the chance because i just think it's like what i told one of my friends over the phone i was like I'm more the mindset of a girl right now where it's just like guys want to pretend to get to know me just to have sex with me. And I don't want to go through that again. So I'd rather just be like, you know what? I'd rather be pretty and alone. No one messes with me like that. But it just sucks because it's like, what if a genuine guy wants to actually get to know me? And I'm like, 
No. Yeah, you can't really, you're not giving them an opportunity there at that point. Yeah, and that's the thing that sucks, because it's just like, I have to be more open-minded about it. Like, for me, like, it just happened a couple of days ago. Someone kept telling me, like, oh, you look good, oh, you look good, oh, you look really good in that shirt. It was, like, for almost, like, an hour or 30 minutes. Okay, okay, at this point, I feel like people need to stop saying just that. No, that's they, the they, thing, they, like... Like, I agree with you. I feel like they needed to say some other kind of compliment at that point. Because just saying you look good does not mean you actually look good. Okay, not but to, <laughs> to actually, like, reference people. I mean, like, say something, in, like an actual compliment, either about somebody's eyes, somebody's, like, depending on their face, yeah. their skin tone, their structure, you know? Something that actually stands out. It's like, oh, you look good. Because at that point, you're just complimenting everything, which is fine. Not going to lie. Yeah. It's just, but, like... But if that's it's, the only pickup line you got, like it's, it's nothing. <laughs> like for me, like I've told everyone, I was like, when when certain of my friends have seen like how many times like someone calls me pretty or like yada yada yada, they're like, oh my god, like and I'm just like, no, like I I feel more happy. Wow, I cannot You're say this right now. I got tongue tied. <laughs> I feel better about myself when one of my homeboys tells me like I look pretty or I look good. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, y'all, y'all okay, straight. So now, now, now we're like in a different status at this point. So what's the difference between when, the, uh, what's it called, when the guys tell you versus when the girls tell you? Or when, is it just that reason? No, like, when it's, like, for that reason, like, if it's my homeboy telling me, it's just, like, because they don't like guys. So I'm just, like, for them to it say it, sense. for them to say it, it's nice. Like, I don't, like, I don't think they're any fruitier or anything for saying it. I just take it as an actual compliment. But if it's someone that's, like, trying to hit on me and i'm just like you're not the first one to do this like if this is what you're going to enter with you will lose my attention so quickly like this is not like if this is what the whole night's going to be you just thinking i'm pretty i'm going to tell you right now just stop while you're ahead okay so how did your looks and everything like affect you while growing up though like did you care about them at first or do you care about them more now or did you always care about your looks it's like both hand in hand like both. i cared about it and then I didn't care about it, and then there was just one point where it just skyrocketed. And I think I've always been like, I've always been like that. I've always seen it like in the movies and like music videos, where like the pretty girl like gets the happy ending, or like if you're pretty, like you gotta be this much of a bitch. And that's why they're only in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got it pretty far. <laughs> a lot of inspiration, inspiration from you there. No, but like I started realizing that like okay like growing up like i started caring about my looks just for myself but then when i realized like when like even growing up when i would be at stores and like attractive people would get better service than the unattractive people which obviously that's not right but that's what i saw growing up and then like the more i grew into like like who i am now and like how i take care of myself how i present myself i've had the conversation with friends like you do understand like if you were unattractive like you would not be getting the same treatment right now and i was like yeah i've seen that with other family members i've seen that with other friends do i think that's right no back then i would tell you a different response which i'm not going to say <laughs> that right now and like no let's go let's like brought up on a attraction and stuff because mm -hmm. yes when it comes to like the social norm and everything, especially, especially with young people, especially mm -hmm. with people in high school, people still in high school and I guess somewhat college. Yeah. Somewhat, not somewhat really. college, but mostly high school people, like the looks are everything. That's what kind of defines you over there. And like, 
it's it might change i don't know like a lot of things are changing really fast but yeah. at least when i was in high school and stuff um your looks kind of basically defined where you're going but like why because a lot of the people i knew that looked really good in high school are doing the art <laughs> they're like i'm like oh yeah have you been snorting cocaine like <laughs> i was like what you been doing for the last couple of years and it's funny because like back then i thought like i think it was just my confidence i don't look like it could be a lot of things I like I think it was just more of my confidence. I was like, Oh, like I look good. I had one friend tell me she's like, Oh my god, you're like Madonna, you keep reinventing yourself and I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard at like sophomore year. And then like when I kept you growing like Madonna? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, that was just a random comment I got. I was like, I took it, ran with it, love Madonna. But what I was gonna say is like again, like I thought like looking back at my photos I was like, Wow, I really thought I was it. And then now looking at myself now, like I'm healthy. Everyone is always like telling me like I have nice legs, which is really weird because I've had like string cheese legs for the last several years. Or like this one lady told me earlier, she's like, you have such nice soft skin. I was like, oh, you should see my high school photos. It's just a pure <laughs> acne. And then, so the thing you I'm trying to- up a lot of those looks. Yeah, the thing I'm trying to say now, I try to humble myself. It's really hard because it does get to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to- pretend and be like oh my god like that it does get to me constantly getting told like oh you look nice this, this, this. and it, it does build my ego but i also try to bring myself down where it's like okay like you don't just want to be known for your looks you want to be known for other things too yeah that's one thing at least for me from my perspective i never really cared about my looks whatsoever like yeah we can tell <laughs> and look how good i know <laughs> but anyway no i never really cared about my looks uh, I mostly cared about my physique, but in a different way. Yeah, it's more like I need to be toned, which I'm still working on. But regardless, when it comes to like most of the most of the men, I want to say looks didn't really matter unless you were like fit physically and like. No, but here's the thing: I think even if you're like straight and you're a guy, or just in general, if you're a guy, I feel like looks should matter. Why is that such a feminine thing? Okay, no, 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 because I was gonna get to that point in a okay, second. Okay, I was. But just skipping right ahead. <laughs> yeah, you are a little bit. <laughs> but at least from a guy's perspective, mostly I just cared about, especially in high school, just the education at that point. Oh, okay. Because I, I was there. What else am I going to do? Like, it's, I, from that point on, I was okay, like, that's I, a fair I, point. That's I fair knew point. I was just like, be, like this, this isn't, isn't a runway. Matter. This isn't like this a model isn't, agency. I, I was always going to be like, this isn't going to matter whatsoever. I never liked people in high school. That's just me. But I guess yeah. that still kind of works out today. But yeah. um, regardless, when it comes to the girl side, I want to say the the girls that were my friend also didn't really care about their looks either. No, I was going to say not all girls care. No, they don't. That's like the girls I hung out with did not care about their looks. They're also just there for it. Like they're most mostly just stressing, stressing out about which college they're going to go to. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I always think it's the craziest thing when like, again, I don't mean this in a bad way. Like when a girl or guy would tell me like now like oh my god like you look so good yada 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 like i wish i looked like you i think it's crazy because there's some of the people like yeah like i see where they're coming from they might not be as attractive but they're so smart and like they have like such a good like well not just i'm not like, i'm not t telling i'm not just saying that like pretty people are like are stupid no no no, no. i'm <laughs> saying like i'm saying from my perspective because i'm not as smart as them like i'm not you're not like, as pretty as in them <laughs> <laughs> like i just find it funny because i feel like it's like the grass is greener on, on the, the other side. side yeah because i would tell them like 
okay, like, that doesn't matter. Like, I, I want to do this, but, like, look where you've gotten your accomplishments. And I always tell everyone the same thing. I was like, it's really not that hard to look good. You just need the confidence and you just need to, like... I was going to get to this point, but, like, when it comes to your actual, like, how you look and how you judge yourself, yeah. just make sure it's only you. And you have to achieve whatever you want to achieve through your own way, not through whatever anybody else tells you. Because if you're planning to, like, get, like, let's just say, like, you're a little on the heavy side and you want to get more slim and stuff like that, it is your motivation to go to the gym. It is your motivation to work out, to do what you want with your body. I don't think people should just tell you, like, oh, you should eat a salad or something. And then if you're on the other side, because I was, I was insanely skinny. Yeah. Like, I was really skinny, like, dangerously skinny. Yeah. At, at, what was it? Well, uh, 120, 120, and I was, I was supposed to weigh, I think, 150 or 160 to yeah. be healthy. I was extremely underweight, and people have to get some meat on those bones. But I, I honestly miss how I looked or miss how – I miss how I felt back then because I could I, – I was very flexible. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Now but, I'm normal, uh-huh. but I hate it. Regardless, I feel like no matter what, like whatever your end goal is, it should be for your own motivation. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would just like to clarify it and say I don't think all attractive people are dumb, or I don't think all unattractive people are smart. <laughs> I just like to clarify no, that. Uh, I take that back. I'm pretty sure he meant no. no, no. <laughs> I was like, don't come for me. But like the thing I just wanted to say is like I think it's funny because everyone has a different end goal with it. You don't have to worry about your looks as much as I do. I think that's just how i am like well, i like it now like the only reason i say you should worry about your looks like an actual worried up upon your looks is that if you're going like this is stretching it a little bit because a little bit. <laughs> i was gonna say you like i was gonna, I, I did just say that like you shouldn't care about your looks i was like every, every everybody cares about their own looks in some way but i'm saying like if you're actually going somewhere with just your looks like modeling or advertising or doing something with with yeah. with your actual like body uh it's a huge i i respect the people who actually like do take it. care of themselves yeah because it's a huge effort that they're making and a lot of people say like oh they're just trying to act like that like no they're actually taking care of their bodies yeah. and it's difficult for them i don't think people realize how hard it is to like for like guys to be like rock abs and like the chest or like girls to keep like the nice day. like glass figure like if they had like a nice like it's not always the healthiest thing either yeah. no, no it's not always i was about to say that too i was like no there's a lot of models coming out saying like there's it's this rough. one girl she was like i think she was like 130 she was like 21 and then like she I, walked I into skinnier than her season <laughs> she was like walking into like the model agency they teared her up she said they like Oh, you're fat from here. You need to lose weight here. <laughs> and then she got an eating disorder from it. And then yeah. I was just like, so it's not always the best thing to do it. So no, it's really like I said, it's what your end goal and what you want to accomplish. No. So you really should not be listening to what anybody else says yeah. about your body. It's just like, oh, you're too fat, or oh, you're too skinny, or you're like whatever. Yeah. Like regardless. And again, like who who gives, gives you that damn. power to like judge someone else's body? Like I, the one thing I told. Okay, okay. There is one exception that I will say. Who who me? But, <laughs> but I would only say that if I honestly, genuinely think that you're on the unhealthy side. In other words, but that doesn't matter. There's, I don't no, think no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between what I recommend you to do and versus what I think you should look like. Yeah. Because on one end, I don't want you to die. 
But like, I feel like someone would still get offended. Like, they, I don't they care if they get offended. It's either your health or your mind. <laughs> but like, you're not just going to go up to a random person because you don't know like they're. I've met okay, some people. Okay, it's tough whenever it's tough whenever you don't know their situation okay. and stuff. Especially Point blank, what I told one of my two of my other friends last year: just because you are overweight does not mean you're unhealthy. This They're, is absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. The the reason I say that because like they looked at me like if I was healthy, and I was like, eh, that like, does not necessarily mean that it's true. Yeah. Like there's a, just because I'm skinny doesn't mean like I'm healthy. I was like, well, no. Let's like, not get that far into that. <laughs> I was just like, no. Like I suffer with my eating disorder, and then like I have also been in danger of getting diabetes high cholesterol i was like mentally oh we are not doing good at that year and that's that it, what i'm saying it's the difference between what you want somebody to achieve in a different way because somebody could could really get like a high tolerance like you uh you know the comedian uh what's it called gabriel iglesias hilarious dude yeah awesome dude but he already has the type 2 diabetes because he wasn't listening that he needs to lose that fat and it's tough because he's got a future with his family. I just think weight in general is such a touchy subject for like anyone. It is. And it's tough because it's it's gotten to the point where not everybody, everybody's uh, listening to the fact that you should love how you look. I don't care how you look, but I do care what about your health. About your health. Yeah. And that's the, the difference. It's also being too skinny. That's not always good either. You're missing a lot of minerals. You're missing a lot of... Like, what was it? Iron, protein. You're missing a lot of things that can keep you going for a longer life. It's different when you want to make somebody lose weight for their looks versus for their health. Yeah. And that that's just like another art. Like, that's literally with anything. With your body, with your health, mental health. Like, uh, the list goes on and on. Like, it's just really touchy because it's just like, how do you approach it without offending someone? And then like... You don't know everyone's like trigger triggering like what can trigger their backstory and it's tough because as much as you want to help out somebody you got to get to know that person first yeah like the one thing like i remember i was telling my friend like when we were talking about it i was like no like i literally always think i'm so stupid or i just always think i'm spoiled because of what my parents told me growing up or even my brother my brother would help everyone tutoring wise for math but when it came to me he's just like no he was just he just didn't have the patience. And then my dad, when I when he thought I didn't understand what he was saying, because I wasn't ever the best Spanish speaker. I'm still not, but like I still keep trying. He would tell me, he's like, are you stupid? He's like, you don't understand what I'm saying, huh? He's like, wow. He's like, you were born here. And he's like, you don't know how to speak both languages. I'm like, and I would always tell him like, it's the I, expectation. I, I understand what you're saying. I just don't know how to respond. Like respond and I'm trying. And, like, the thing I always found crazy is, like, why is it okay for you to shame me not knowing Spanish, but I don't tell you anything about your broken English? Because if I said anything about their broken English, oh, God, it was game over. Well, here's <laughs> the thing, especially when it comes to your standing up to your own parents. First of all, you have to make sure you have some... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just hit the top of the light, of the light but that's fine. <laughs> keep going. Uh, you have to make sure you have some kind of a common ground. And it's very difficult to talk to your parents in general. Because um, like growing up, at least with me as well, I never talked to, well, I never talked to my family about my mental health, mostly because I didn't really care about it. <laughs> Great. Right? I was going to say, it's mostly because it never really came up. 
I yeah, never. It was it, never a topic. It was never a topic, especially in like in a Hispanic household. Especially like, <laughs> if anyone wants to talk about mental issues in that household, you were looked at like the crazy one or the dramatic one, Basically, like I was. Like, like why just toughen up and go, kind of a thing. Yeah, like, like I was. If you get treated... smacked in the face, you go, you smack them, you smack them back harder. Yeah, like it was more like you're gonna cry over that, and I was just like, I, right? I was like nine. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, this feels like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it's 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 tough, especially when they just tell you to just kind of grow up, especially when you're like that little and stuff. Nobody to comfort you. Yeah. But what I'm saying, like that's what I guess we both kind of got to yeah. that, to that moment. But it really is on how that child responded to that and how they took that in. And a lot of people now nowadays are saying like, oh, you should always comfort that that person. You should always like, you know, make sure that they're okay. Ask them how they're doing mentally and stuff. But now i feel like they're also getting a lot weaker with not saying like not not necessarily saying that they're they're just weaker mentally no but like they're they expect it now to get comfort see that's the thing with me i'm glad like in a sense i've never got that comfort because i don't expect that from anyone like i'm not it's it's like weird with me because it's like i'm really sensitive but i also know like if you don't care, like, let's just say, like, if you didn't care if I talked to you, like, out of this and, like, you generally didn't care about my issues, I'd be fine. I'd be like, okay, like, I'm used to that. Like, I yeah, know I'll be good on my own. Now you people, <laughs> people that are just trying to f- express their feelings and, like, figuring it out are going to kind of expect it now. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I've seen it from other people I where I'm I've like... I've seen it as well. Or I've seen it from other people where I'm like, again, I don't like comparing, but I'm just like, okay, like, I was like you have to have some kind of backbone like yeah, yeah. you can't just be and the thing is with your parents especially um it's not the easiest thing to come out to them on any topic easily like emotional no because they get offended and they think they did everything right and but that's the, the thing the generation before also had that thing where they were just kind of beaten mm-hmm. so like at least for my uh, what's it called like hispanic history like mm. you just get whipped that's about it. You you thought more about the physical abuse, and from that point on, it just made you more angry mm-hmm. or more f- like feared. If anything, like yeah. you were you were just afraid. My... But you weren't really well. Can, no, go, go on. on. I was I was, was going to say like I at least from my like experience, I was never thinking about my own mental health in that moment and stuff. And like talking back to my parents was never a thing because they would always try to say like either toughen up or I would get smacked. Yeah. However. Now, if you're ever going to do talk to your parents and actually try to stand up for yourself, it would have to be a matter of if they understand and can you get through. Because if you can't get through to your parents... It's game over. Well, I wouldn't say it's game over. You have to find a different way. Really? I would just honestly give up because it's more like... Most people would, but that honestly, that kind of breaks the bond between your parents. But... I'm that, willing to leave it broken. That, <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna kind of say that is all up to the child from that point on. Yeah, because you, like, you have to find a way to get the message across. No, because I've like it was one thing. Most like, people try. If you can't, if, uh, a, like for your experience, if you've already tried and you've given it everything you can, but they're the ones not tr- uh, trying back. Yeah. At that point, that's just pure ignorance. Yeah. And they're at not. That point... They're not willing to meet you at a common ground. No. So at that point, I wouldn't say give up, but at the same time, don't pursue it. No, like I like it's like what I told that one friend i was just like my parents don't respect me if the longest thing i could remember 
like their their respect to me it's like what probably my grandma respected my dad in a weird way but the reason i say that is going back to like thinking i'm stupid is because from what i could remember when i told my therapist this she's like why do you think you're stupid i was like well it goes back to like my dad like what i said earlier and then she's like why do you think you're a bitch i was like well when the woman that gave birth to you calls you that constantly and says you don't care about anyone but yourself and you're a selfish bitch you hear that for years and you hear that at school then you're just known as a bitch in the family it stays with you and then it's just like now that people love you for being smart and maybe not book wise but like in other ways or like you're actually a loving person i'm like no 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 no. i was like we don't we don't do that here we don't comfort each other here but it goes back to that. Because they're just also like, not used to sharing their feelings. Because you also got to remember the generation before that was never used to sharing feelings as well. Yeah. At least from our, like, heritage. Yeah, but you know what was I going to say earlier? You know what the thing that sucks is? And I see that with me and I see that with other people. Why is it that other parents want to be a parent to someone else that isn't their kid? So, okay. So I've actually, like, looked into some of the research that goes into this. Yeah. So the reason most parents are comforting to other kids is because they are treated as an unknown. And I want to say an unknown because they feel for what the, what the parent is doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And they are too kind of like as a parent, you're kind of blind to see what you're actually doing to your own child because you think and like you're that your parenting ways are good. But when it comes to somebody else's child, it's like a whole new game. Yeah. You're trying, like, you're, you're basically seeing as, like, this is everything this parent is doing wrong. I can do this right my way kind of a thing. You understand that? Yeah. And a lot of people don't really realize that that's kind of happening. Like, you're, you treat, it, I want to say it's like a little guest kind of yeah. a thing. You treat it as a guest, but also as you a better You have more respect child. for the guests, <laughs> not for your own kids. Well, if you think about it, any like even just as a general guest, like how would you treat a guest better, or would you treat them the same? Like nowadays, it's kind of changed because personally, if you walk through that door, yeah, I'll treat you a guest. I'll probably offer you a drink, but from that point on, like I'm, we're just gonna do everything normal from that point on. Yeah. I will treat you the same thing as I treat my family. That's about it. Like for me, like one thing I've always gotten scolded for, or like gotten like. I don't know, like, it's just so annoying, like, for me, like, people have heard how I talk to my parents, or, like, older people, and everyone's like, you're not supposed to talk back, you're not supposed to be this, that's disrespectful, for me, I was like, I will respect you if you respect me, if there's nothing to respect there, then I'm not gonna do it, I was it, like, it's if, difficult, <laughs> I was like, for me, I was like, I'm not gonna let someone talk to me like that, like a dog, and then just be like, oh, okay, like, how would you, no, I'm not gonna do that, I don't, Mo Okay, also, most people say that you should respect your parents because of what they went through and stuff. But here is the thing. It doesn't matter what they went through. It's how they're treating you as yeah. well. Because if just because they went through all this does not give them the right to treat you how that like to treat you in a disrespectful way. Now, that's not to say that they can't control you and like tell you what to do. They're still your yeah. parents. So until even I have to admit until you're 18 you have to respectfully respectfully respect their decisions on whether you can can't go do things can't go to things can't go to current events yeah. and things like this yeah, until it's not that child yeah that's <laughs> it's not it's not a controlling way it's just for the parent to actually have like you know the control because they know if if they're an actual like 
if they know their own childhood and stuff, mm. they know the problems that the outside world could cause. So that's just pu- out of pure te- protection. But if you're like over 18 and like they're still treating you like shit, they're still like asking, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like a little too controlling, maybe a little too overprotective or maybe just not attentive at all. Mm-hmm. They're like, they really don't care what, where you're at and stuff like that. At that point, you have the choice and you also have your own responsibility, but you have the choice freely to confront your parents about anything. Yeah. So if you want to, and you're just going to say like, Hey, this is why I am this way kind of a thing. Or like, why was this? Like you have a full right to all you like at any age, you can always talk to your parents, but like, as like, not like talking back. Yeah. It's no longer a form of disrespect if they're not respecting you. Yeah. For me, but I you're know. still young and stupid. So don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, like, that's why like one time I got in a fight with in an argument with my mom in front of my aunt and she like butt in and she was just like that's your mom she's like you can't talk to her like that and i just stayed no. quiet because <laughs> i was just like my i was like auntie you know what i respect you but this woman over here i you know what i'm gonna just stay quiet and it i was so pissed my face turned so red and she knew it and i was just like the next time that happens no i'm just gonna tell someone I'm like you better shut up because you don't know what this woman has put me through and i don't care what anyone tells me what anyone what i'm supposed to do you have not been there behind closed doors and i remember it was a couple years ago when my dad kind of came back my like my dad asked my brother he's like what is going on between your mom and your brother leave it alone everyone's been trying to figure that leave it alone if you want to get involved they will drag you down and like i tell everyone i was like if you want to get into my business and see why I don't respect someone, best believe you're getting disrespect. <laughs> I was just like, do not, like I've told everyone that I know, I've gotten better controlling my anger, but if you're going to enter this conversation, everything's off the table for me. I'm more of like, you will disrespect me, I will top your disrespect. At that point, here's the thing, I, I don't say you should top it, personally. See, I know you shouldn't, but like, that's why I tell that's people. That's just the sense of keep, pride, though. I'm like, keep, keep your opinions to yourself, I don't involve that's myself. Fair into your situations that's fair at one point you do have to be i don't want to say the bigger person necessarily Hmm. but you do have to at least tell that person this isn't going right so we're ending it here kind of a thing and that's why i have chosen to like i told someone because everyone keeps telling me oh like your parents miss you or your parents are like asking about you your younger siblings are like where are you and I remember I got the phone call from my mom. Never answered her phone call after she told me what she did. And then it was my little sister. And she's like, when are we going to see you? And she kept asking like several times. And I was like, ask your mom. I was like, ask your parents. I was like, because I don't know what they told them. And I don't know how I'm supposed to word why I'm, I can't see them. And my mom grabs the phone. And she's like, what do you want me to tell them? I'm like, why I can't go see them? And she was just like oh, you already know why. And if you keep doing the thing you're doing, like, that's your fault. You're the one stopping yourself from seeing them. And I was just like, you are lucky you were on speaker. And I told her, I was like, we're not going to argue about this. I was like, that's good. I'm on speaker. I don't need my younger siblings hearing what I heard when I was younger. But it took so much for me. She kept talking. And I was like, look, we're not going to pass the phone back to the kids because we're not going to do this. I'm like, we're, I'm like, actually, don't call me. If you, if you want to pretend like you didn't do anything wrong, no give me back to the kids and then like my little sister was like 
when are you gonna see me and I was just like well I can't really go see you <laughs> I feel like if anything you have all the right to go see them they are your siblings at that point your mom doesn't really control who you get to and can't see I do understand your situation yeah. though so like you can't really go back and obviously you can't really go into her home without her permission yeah but like if uh what's it called your siblings ever tell you that they're gonna just be at that park and you're just happen to be at that park at the same time mm -hmm. just to like see your siblings and stuff that's all like you there's nothing see, that can, like, like i know my parents and like my I siblings know. are it, it, still very young i, I would <laughs> never put my siblings through that because if my parents ever found that out it's they would actually rough. get beaten i wouldn't get beaten because i'm not there and i'm not saying like i don't think my parents would beat them but like i don't want to put the bad narrative though my parents are really bad it's just like everyone's parents are like bad in a sense yeah they all have their flaws yeah like my parents it's tough to be a parent that's the thing yeah like but every parent learns yeah. well it really depends i was Some gonna say parents, i take, I, where did I, I take that, that comment back, back. <laughs> i took that back. i was really like, i was like i take that choose back your words wisely there <laughs> no i, I want to say I was going to say, like, some parents learn from their mistakes. Others yeah. just keep making the mistakes. If mm -hmm. I, I'm going to reword that, like, better. Yeah. Because like, some people are prideful and some people just don't see the flaws in what they're doing. Even as much as I can, like, talk bad about my parents, there was there was a time where... They're good everyone, <laughs> No, no, no. There was a, let me finish. There was a time where I remember... Just because I talk bad about my parents does not give you the opportunity to start dragging them. Because for true. me, I'm more like, I remember I forgot who I was. It was my dad's side of the family. When I was younger, I would always hear them talk a lot of crap about him. And now that I'm all grown up, I told my mom, I was like, I don't like any of them. I was like, because they would always say this about you, this about you. I didn't understand it back then. But I was like, I'll be damned if someone talks about my dad poorly. I'd be like, you, I'm like, I actually know what you did. To someone else here i was like are we going to talk about that or are we going to talk about how bad you are to your kids if you're going to disrespect my parents best believe i will come for your throat <laughs> i was like i don't care that my parents yes i do care that my parents treated me poorly but are we going to talk about how you treated your kids in front of everyone let's go like everything's off the table it's really just <laughs> a matter of respect and perspective on that point yeah because it really does depend on the moments that you have because you still love the people that you love you can't really uncontrol that like yeah. you grew up with them or some people do really just hate their parents like mm. that that part is probably a different topic at that point yeah regardless you have respect for what you had and what they gave you yeah and like for me like i'll never disrespect my parents in that sense like they worked very hard they got us i'm here because of them regardless of what they put me through I well, came <laughs> from Inglewood. Most people don't come out of that. Most people that grew up there, like I told someone, I was like, I don't even know if half of the people I was in kindergarten with are even alive. I don't even know if they're like in gangs or in drugs or anything. It's not to put the stereotype out say, there. Don't, don't blame all of Inglewood. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, like, where the certain part of Inglewood where yeah. I grew up, that's how bad it was. It was. And yeah. I remember I got out of it mostly because my parents didn't want the same thing happening to me and again now pairing the stereotype out there it's gotten better i've gotten back there it's gotten a little bit better but back then when i was growing up my parents didn't want that for me and i was actually see i had a cousin living in inglewood and uh we just always went out on the streets we just <laughs> <laughs> 
I actually different loved time. growing out there, but then I would hear the stories of what my grandma went through. And, like, she was, like, robbed at gunpoint at the bus stop and everything. I cannot imagine. The person I am right now, I cannot imagine going through that. But No, some people do go through that. A lot of people have a, a lot of, like, fear. Yeah. And uh, I, want, I don't want to say it's a bad thing. But it's also not a good thing to always, like, have your guard up. Especially yeah. in, like, especially in a neighborhood where you think yeah. that... It's unsafe anywhere. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, when I was a kid, I was, like, I loved everyone that we, like, talked to. Like, I actually did talk to my neighbors when I was, like, younger. But then, like, I don't the... think that's something that happens at, a, at all, especially in this neighborhood. <laughs> no, that's, that's what's funny, because, like, again, like, it goes back to, like, how my dad's very talkative. And, yeah. like, my mom would, like, help other people out. And I didn't find it as scary as I do now, which is funny. It's just having that kid mentality. But I actually loved growing up where I did grow up. And then... I didn't realize it until, like, when I moved out to Moore Park, which is completely different from Englewood. And I remember when I would tell people, like, yeah, like, I moved to Moore Park, like, my family, or, like, my friends, and I was like, oh, you think you're white now? Oh, you think you're better than us? And I'm just like, no, and, like, I did it, like, it would go through, right through my head. I'd be like, and then, like, (laughs) I would always just go over my head, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh, I was like, because a lot of my family members still live in, like, bad areas, and, like, a lot of my family members never really lived in a suburban place. You can say they've always lived in more yeah. in the ghetto. And I am blessed with the chance that I've gotten to live somewhere else that I don't have to fear for my life. I don't have to constantly keep an eye on like like everything. And like I didn't realize that I was blessed like that. Now I do. And I don't think it's fair that everyone gets to tell me that because I have more of the mindset like this wasn't easy for me. And it's a lot easier now over the years. But I'm like, I always have the mindset. I was like, look, if you wanted to live somewhere better, not that you could, but you can work for it or like work towards it. it. Slowly but surely, just like I did. It it really, really depends on your situation. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't want to be like, oh, you would, you would get it if you wanted it. Like, no, I don't want to say that. It really, really does depend on your situation. Some people can't escape. Some people run away. Some people wait for it patiently like mentally and physically uh, just enduring the abuse until they can escape yeah so it's it's tough for a lot of people like i've had a lot of friends and that's why i'm basically making these podcasts and stuff yeah. but it's really really tough for people especially like in our generation and like everything that's just been on just just last year just shows you how how like divided everything every, every everything not just the country but everything, everything. is no, and then, like, going back on that, it was, like, what my friend had told me. Don't quote me on this, but it was more of the lines of, like, oh, like, you just recently moved out. I was, like, no, I moved out since I was 18. Funnier thing, if everyone wants to know, I moved out with no job. I just got a car out of the dealership. My friends were going to take that car right back. <laughs> and, like, I didn't have a job. I literally moved into my friend's house. I was on the floor of her room, which I was fine with. Because I had the mentality of like, oh, like if I move out, like my parents get to rent my room. They get to send money to my brother in college because you know what? We're poor. No, my dad did not see it that way. And we had a very long, difficult conversation. conversation. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, okay, like I'll just stay here. Like if you're fighting for me to stay here and insulting me, like might as well just stay here, I guess. 
And he told me, he's like, no, he's like, go try. He's like, go see what the world has to offer you. Never regretted that choice. Never. I was like, going to say, personally, <laughs> that's actually like a good parenting choice. Like, ah, let, let looking back, I didn't know. It like, kind of scarred me. Yes, lie. but if you think about it, like, a lot of parents and a lot of people need to realize how difficult some things are. Yeah. Like, even recently, uh, I found out that, like, one of, well, like, one of my friends, they yeah. got a car. And this was, this was kind of a, mostly just a privileged friend. So yeah. th this is a small example of what I have to offer. <laughs> so, but like, so, and like, you're going to also laugh at how ridiculous this sounds. Okay. And uh, I, I kind of slammed my head because I was just like, okay. So basically the story goes is he got a car, okay. right? And this is the worst part. Yeah. Stickered price. His parents paid sticker price for the car. I don't even know. I don't know cars too much, so I don't even know. Wait, what like the car. price that's on like the, the window? price that's on the damn window. Did they negotiate? Well, first of all, that's just stupid for not negotiating. And secondly, they had the chance to just buy a car sticker price. Wait, wait, I just wow, this is no, horrible. Literally, problem twenty just like, like let's just say like I'm pretty sure I don't remember the exact price, but like twenty five thousand dollars. Just here you go, just carry it on just through my credit card, and like mother. Okay, just like, wait. Okay. wait, how is this an issue? Okay, here's the problem. So I'm about to cry right now because I wish someone did that oh, right, for me. Right, <laughs> I wish I just went into the car dealership. I was like, oh, you know what? I actually been wanting that like. I've been wanting that Mustang. You're going to laugh at this because this is the worst part. Finally, okay, his dad got annoyed because he scratched the car, okay. right? He scratched the damn car. I don't know how badly. He didn't show me any pictures or anything. Uh -huh. So they took the car back, right? And then they gave him, this is the part where I'm saying he's privileged. They gave him, uh, what's it called? A different car, but that he had to do monthly payment plans for it. So he got a job. How and bad was up. the scratch? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not done yet. But I don't even, I'm going to be honest, I don't even think it was that bad. But he, he had to get a job and he was complaining. This is back when I worked at Target. He was complaining God forbid he that he job. was working hard and not making enough money to um, um, like, not just pay his car, no. but to get concert tickets not just that, not just that to get what was it was that one super super famous concert Co coachella 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 yeah, music festival yeah, music festival yeah. thing he was complaining that he was complaining that he couldn't get uh what's it called uh like designer no, designer what was it designer clothes uh, and what's the oh, thing? You're not going to get that at Target. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Working no. at Target. Working at Target. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's just like, I can't work here. He's just like, I can't work here. He's yeah, none like, of us could work here. And then he was just crying. He was crying because he was saying, they took everything away from me. They don't love me. They don't support me. And I'm just like, why are you faking your struggles here? I, understand, I, okay, yeah. I understand the mentalness of like, you already had everything. Then they and took everything. Now they from take everything you. away. But now it's just a matter of just appreciation of what you have. I don't think someone like that. I've met a couple people like that. I think it's. I, a I while. told you this was going to be a small stuff. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> for what I have to. Because I've met people like that where they can just get anything. No, oh, no. Here's the best part though, which I found happy for. What? 
So like I, I, you, you, besides you, I'm crying. No, yeah. <laughs> well, besides I'm crying, that that so the best part about this story is that his parents kicked him out of the house. But also the Damn, worst just for that the worst, the, car. <laughs> the worst part about it was much more Okay, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm like skipping around on a few details. I know. I love it. Like, that was a really bad scratch in the car. But he was complaining to his parents about the same thing he was complaining to us at, at Target when I worked oh, there. Oh, they were probably you ungrateful. Little shit. <laughs> Never mind. I, like, I, I understand how much we fucked up because. But why did they okay. get mad? I just want to know because they're the ones that raised him like that. Yes, but also no. His parents didn't raise because his parents weren't always there for them. They were working. Both parents were working. So he was mostly with um, who was, I think he, he told me it was his uncle. It was a fart. It was a long time ago. So I'm pretty sure it was his uncle that he was getting yeah. raised with and stuff. And I don't know what his uncle did. But the on. parents provided everything. Not yes. They were always, okay, but that goes back to my thing. If you're just giving and giving and, and giving. giving. Like again, I can kind of be in the same boat of that. Not yeah, the twenty five thousand. Huge difference. Like no, 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 no. <clears throat> there's a huge difference, but it goes back to again. Like my parents, yeah, they gave me everything, but they told me to be appreciative for uh, everything. For what you have, yes. Like my thing was always like my mom. Like I remember one time I was really disrespectful in a gift I got. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like regift it or something. She's like, no. She's like, be grateful because not everyone has the same bank account. And she's like, in the small things. <laughs> and she's like, be happy for the smaller things. And, like, yeah, again, I got everything I wanted. Like, yeah, I was spoiled. But, like, I, like, till this day, like, I remember someone asked me for my birthday that passed recently. They were like, oh, what do you want? And I put on the list. I was like, write me a letter. I'll keep it. That's a good one. And I was like, or buy me flowers because I like getting one. flowers. And then, like, yeah, then I had, like, the Air Forces and we switch <laughs> and everything. And, no, she like... actually wrote me a letter. And, like, I That's thought good. it was so cute. And, like, she got, like, a picture of us and i was just like no like i that, like small gestures like that because it means like you I feel actually like those care are better yes because of that reason. yeah because anyone can buy me air forces i can buy myself air forces anyone can air buy force me one? like <laughs> <laughs> no no like anyone can buy like the big ticket items but like i think it's more meaningful when they get you small stuff like that or like even like, i put it on the list like if you get me a picture frame of us like that'd be cute like i would appreciate that but going back to that kid yeah no i I don't know because I don't really know him. You don't really know him as no. much. But like, he, I think it's more on the parents' fault too. It is, and that's the thing. It really depends on what you put more into, more time into, whether it's uh, your own child or like your own work and stuff. Yeah. But the biggest, the biggest flaw with him and his lesson was that his parents gave him ten thousand dollars to be on his own. I got. I know. Like <laughs> I feel. Hold on. <laughs> I got a lecture and being told I was spoiled. He was yelled out. He was he was cussed out by his own dad, and he's just like, I I can't leave you on it completely. But here's ten thousand dollars. Do whatever you want. I don't know where that kid is at now. He could be at home for a light. I know, but he I, he quit Target like two weeks two weeks after. I would just like to go talk to my. I'm gonna make a phone call to my dad and be like, "Hey, apparently when you get kicked out, you, you get, get ten thousand dollars." No, 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 that's not how that works. Oh, uh, God, no, that's not. I how wish that that's works. how it works. All right, guys, that's it for tonight. Um, next time we'll talk about more, a lot more mental health. So if you like what we talk about, if you like stories like these, go ahead. Uh, this thing will be posted every week. Till then, say bye to Anthony. All right, bye.